The Deep Blue Sea, I mean, it's, it's, it's one of the greatest plays ever written about the, uh, the inequality of love, about how, um, how, how sexuality can hijack you and turn everything upside down in an instant. He places his characters in a very precise uh, social setting, whether that's in terms of class or whether that's in terms of attitudes to, to gender. He's actually particularly clear in a play like The Deep Blue Sea, which is about a very upper middle class woman who has left uh, a relationship with a, a high court judge um, and she's now living in a seedy part of West London with a young alcoholic airman. I think Freddie releases something in Hester which she's never experienced before. It's about um, passion, it's about danger, it's about a sense of self. You know, she's saved from suicide, but it's not easy by any means. She's given back a tiny, tiny bit of self-respect when, uh, when the man upstairs values a piece of her artwork. And it's, it's again, it's one of Brattigan's tiny things, but it's a tiny moment that could turn a corner. He homes in like a camera going as close as they possibly can into one detail. If you did peel the wall off that boarding house, you'd see five tragedies, um, but, but we happen to be looking at one. Every aspect of that play is um, constructed in order to make Hester Collier somebody who simply cannot say what she thinks. It's all part of the world that he creates around this story that um, makes it more than just a story about a woman who loves a man too much. And you see Hester at the end starting to make one small step the first of what one hopes will be many, but it might not be, to being a person in her own right, not um, defined in the terms of her relationships. It's a profoundly subconscious play, actually, and um, it's, it's not just sort of trotting through a series of themes. It's really kind of wretchedly comes from the heart of Terence Rattigan, and, and that's what's so moving about it. Serpent Tables is a, is a play um, in common with many of Rattigan's plays that's about sex and loneliness um, and the inequality of love in all its um, most painful manifestations and he, I think he writes about that better than anybody. Typically Rattigan, he'll choose a setting for a play very, very carefully. They're often places of transience or desperation or sort of, uh, in some way, a terminus. We meet a, a disgraced former MP who's been in prison for um, beating his wife and his wife, who is a society beauty and um, drug addict. And that, is, that play is, if you like, the tragedy of heterosexuality. They are profoundly linked, but they tear each other to pieces. The second play is its precise opposite. It's about a, um, a very upright military major, Major Pollock, uh, who strikes up a, an, a, a delicate but easily crushable friendship with the very, very domin dominated daughter of a sort of monstrous army widow, and, and Mrs. Railton Bell. Their friendship is absolutely destroyed by the revelation that the Major has committed a, a sexual indiscretion. You know what, we mustn't forget that, that theatre censorship laws were very, very strict uh, in, in terms of, of, of both um, you know, linguistic content and emotional and sexual content. You know, you absolutely couldn't do certain things that we now totally take for granted.
In the original version, he was arrested for groping women in a cinema. The version that people now do is what he, he really meant, was that he was arrested for um, importuning young men. There is a tension um, between uh, what Rattigan was living and what he could express, um, given that homosexuality was criminalised. He, he simply couldn't write uh, absolutely frankly and directly about that, although of course he does, but he certainly benefits from a sort of pressure, as I think a lot of writers do, that, um, that, it, that if, if you feel that you're, you're under a lot of strain, um, maybe that compresses your uh, art. He plans out his plays very, very meticulously. Now, some critics used to criticise him for this, and they thought there was something rather soulless and mechanical about the way the plays work. But actually, I think in the, in the best plays, what you realise is that he is working out uh, a mechanism that will actually reveal something very truthful about the characters. And they are very polite characters in Rattigan's plays, and I don't think that makes them trivial or repressed or hidden or buried or shallow or superficial. It is simply the way they are, um, because I think politeness and manners are indeed often to do with empathy and insight. And, and he deals with that, he deals with that beautifully, without shirking uh, the, 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 the pain and desolation for, for a second. He is like a writer working behind the Iron Curtain who has to smuggle the play that he wants to write past the authorities, past the, the barons of the commercial theatre. They're not such establishment plays as they're sometimes characterised as, as being. They're actually in some ways quite subversive and he's ahead of his time in that sense.